Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. It's that time again, Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is Thursday, April 14, 2022. Welcome, uh, everybody. Uh, our friend Gonzo is uh, going to be stopping in anytime now, and we should be seeing uh, our other friend, the People's Mayor, Glenn R.J. Willette, in the second hour of the program today. I do want to remind you, of course, we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot on Elm, right across the street at 1000 Elm Street. And today is Thursday, which means tonight is Trivia Night at the Hop Knot, hosted by the great Bill Seeney, uh, who also does trivia on the morning show on Wednesdays. But Thursdays, he's at the Hop Knot, and it is a very popular feature there. So if you're thinking about uh, partaking, I suggest uh, you reserve a table early or, or get there early <clears throat> because uh, those do fill up quickly. Also, uh, on uh, social media, they've posted this. Uh, who wants to try our April special our buffalo chicken pretzel pizza is baked on pretzel dough and features hot sauce, buffalo chicken, mozzarella cheese, red pepper flakes, and oregano. This will be available tonight during trivia uh, with uh, Trivia Night with Bill Cini and every day through the end of April. So very nice. Yeah, the pretzel, pe- uh, the pretzel pizza is uh, Absolutely remarkable. Now, I would not, buffalo chicken would not be uh, a choice that I would make to put on the pretzel pizza, but I can I can attest. The pretzel pizza from the Hop Knot is uh, quite remarkable. So there you go. So that's tonight. Uh, tomorrow night at the Hop Knot, you know, they have live music on Friday nights. Uh, this week, the musical uh, attraction 
Uh, tomorrow night is Sam Robbins, who will be playing there live. They also have, uh, sometimes they do karaoke Saturday nights. They have Sunday brunch. Uh, Juneteenth will be upon us in a couple of months. We'll give you more details on that as that gets closer. Really looking forward to that. So it's going to be a, a great uh, spring and summer at the Hop Knot, our amazing sponsor at 1000 Elm Street. Uh, let's see. Uh, 603-250-6007 is the number to call today if you'd like to join us. 603-250-6007. Uh, you can also uh, text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, uh, you are welcome to interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. I do want to take a moment and say hello to everybody in the uh, Facebook live chat. Uh, Melody La Liberty joins us uh, from the great state of Vermont and says, hey, guys, hello, Melody. Jenny is in the chat room, of course, and says, shalom, peeps. Scott Robinson joins us and says, good afternoon, my fellow Connor tonight's. Uh, good afternoon, Scott. Eric Pilcher from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, is in the chat. Uh, Eric, of course, also the host of Eric Pilcher's Classic Film Review, which you can hear every Friday here on the program, and this week's selection. And uh, yes, Eric, I have uh, I have previewed it, as I always do. I always look forward to hearing Eric's reviews. You know, and we were talking about uh, this movie yesterday with John Hopwood here. Uh, this uh, week's selection is Pulp Fiction, uh, which is the movie that really kind of put... Uh, Quentin Tarantino on the map. Not his first film. That was Reservoir Dogs. But Pulp Fiction is the one that uh, put him on the map in terms of, uh, you know, the American consciousness. I remember at the time when Pulp Fiction came out, I was working at uh, Strawberries. And some of you will remember Strawberries. Uh, depending on what part of the country you're in, you might not uh, be aware of it. But uh, they were eventually purchased by uh, Transworld Entertainment, which owns FYE or did own FYE. Now they've sold that off to some other company. But but I, I just remember uh, Pulp Fiction was such a big deal. We had everything Pulp Fiction. Uh, you know, we had the, the 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 posters, and of course, the soundtrack was a huge seller. And then the, you know, when the uh, DVD came out, geez, I think we still had VHS at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was at the Strawberries right here in Manchester during that time because I think I was, I was training. I was uh, in that store. That store was a training store, and then they put me in a in another uh, location uh, for, you know, when I completed my training. Anyway, you don't want to hear about all of that. But but I just remember, you know, Pulp Fiction was in my face every day at work. <laughs> it was such a it was such a big deal. And then, of course, as we discussed yesterday with John here, a lot of people went back. Uh, you know, suddenly people were very interested in Quentin Tarantino. So then they went back and, uh, and uh, watched Reservoir Dogs, which is a, a great film. I love Re I like Pulp Fiction. I love Reservoir Dogs. Except that, that scene with the ear, that's a little tough for me. That's a little tough to sit through, but it's supposed to be. You know, that's kind of a big deal, uh, cutting somebody's ear. Anyway, we won't get into all of that. It is just uh, too gruesome. But, uh, yeah, so uh, you'll get to hear Eric's review tomorrow. I should also mention, too, uh, it will be up on the YouTube. Eric was also on this week's edition of WPYP-TV with John Hopwood as they discussed film, and they were discussing The Godfather uh, this week. And Eric Pilcher is on the phone. Hello, Eric. Hello, Matt. How are you doing today? Very well. How are you? I, 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 I was, I was just, uh, well. I was just talking about you. 
<laughs> I, I was just listening. Oh, um, also wanted to chime in that, you know, a lot of people, when they talk about Quentin Tarantino, forget about the fact that he wrote the screenplay to True Romance. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, uh, well, yeah, go ahead and I'll, I'll tell you what I how I feel about that film. But uh, I, I have never seen True Romance. Oh, but okay. a lot of people a lot of people forget that he wrote the screenplay to it. And they kind of dismiss that, just like the fact they dismiss his contributions other than being on screen with From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, we talked about that movie a little bit yesterday when John Hopwood was here. John doesn't care for it. I like that movie very much. I have to tell you, I... I, I oh, go ahead. I think it's... I, I think Robert Rodriguez combining spaghetti western with horror, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. It's one of those films. I I have a saying that just because I don't get a movie doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Right. You know a bad movie when you see it. it it's not a bad movie. I just don't get it. And there's a lot of Robert Rodriguez's movies that I don't get outside of Machete and his uh and his uh trilogy he did desperado el mariachi and once upon a time in mexico i like desperado a lot i didn't see i haven't seen the other two uh but i i really liked <laughs> i remember when that came out i really liked that movie i really like if you want a film that to me is just a beautiful homage to sergio leone once upon a time in mexico is brilliant it, it, it's it's such a phenomenal film. I've always heard and that. I'm one of those guys that I can't tolerate Johnny Depp. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I was going to say about uh, True Ro Now, who directed True Romance? Tony Scott. Okay, but but Tarantino wrote it. I That uh, that movie, I remember seeing that, and uh, maybe I just didn't give it enough of a chance. I remember seeing it uh, around when it came out, and um, I didn't like it. And I'm probably the I was probably the only person I knew in my peer group at the time that did not care for the movie. Um, I found the the two main characters. I I, I found nothing uh, likable about them enough to actually care about what they were doing and, and the situations that they uh, got themselves into. And so I, I couldn't connect with the main characters uh uh, not because they were bad people or anything, because, you know, you can connect with, um, you know, if they're well-written, you can, you know, you can connect with uh, a hero or a villain. Uh, but uh, the, the the main characters in uh, True Romance played by um, uh, Christian, uh, uh, Christian Slater. And who, who played the, who was the female lead? I forget. The female lead in True Romance is Patricia Arquette. Ah, Patricia Arquette, yes. Yeah, I just could not, uh, I could not connect. Uh, I just didn't care. I, I, I was not into the movie. Plus, there's a scene at the end that is just kind of overwhelming in the violence of it, which I get was the, was the intention, but it just felt like uh, they were trying too hard, like Tony Scott was trying too hard. But you you haven't seen it, so you don't you don't know what I mean well, necessarily. Well, I, I do. But. I read about it on IMDb a little bit, and yeah. it seems like, to me, reading the plot and everything, it's a uh, homage to Terrence Malick's Badlands, because it has uh, a vo the voiceover with Arquette, and Badlands was very, 
well-known for Sissy Spacek doing the voiceover throughout the movie as narration. Um, So, yeah, I Mm. I mean, I'm not... I've wa- I've seen Badlands and I'm not a fan of it. Um, I I don't know what it is. I I just I saw it and I'm like, okay, I've seen it. Move on. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, uh, that that's my take on it. But yeah, I just wanted to add that to the Tarantino uh, discussion you were having. I was going to call in yesterday, but it was. You guys were running out of time, and we're on a roll, and I didn't want to interrupt it. Yeah, John was Although uh, I do a, kind of John was kind of I, dismissive of Tarantino. He doesn't seem to be a fan. Oh uh, yeah, and I <laughs> totally disagree. I said on WPYPTV that he is one of the few directors that has not made a bad movie. Mm. In my opinion, um, I, even even the bomb that was Grindhouse that him and Rodriguez did. I thought Death Proof was very well done. I, I I think he's one of the few directors that really takes his time and makes movies the way he wants to make them. Yeah. And doesn't care about outside influence and doesn't care about what people say. Right. It's, I'm going to do this my way. And if you don't like it, fine. Like his whole stance of if he ever has to film a movie digitally he won't do it oh no kidding he yes he has sworn he will film his films on 35 millimeter why why just because of uh the certain look he's going for the the look the aesthetic and the i believe he enjoys the editing process on 35 millimeter which I hate any form of editing. Um, <laughs> you had to do some this week. So, oh, I, I, oh man, yeah. I had to break out the ice pack on uh, my right wrist. Yeah, after yeah. editing this, I was just, I was just like, oh. Yeah, those scenes in yeah, pulp, in it, pulp Fiction, uh, a lot of a uh, lot of f word. <laughs> I. I was telling my uh, girlfriend today, I'm like, it's a rated R movie with Samuel L. Jackson. How many swear words do you think is in it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's, there's quite <laughs> a few. It's no menace to society. But <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that, one, that one was still the worst one. Well, uh, if I it? had yeah. to go back, I probably wouldn't have reviewed that one. The, so that one actually had more, you had to do more editing on that than on Pulp Fiction? Oh, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Oh, oh. yeah. Wow, because you had the uh, the racial slurs, you oh, had the, yeah. the sexual overtures, and then you had the curse words. Yeah, so that, there was a lot. That makes sense. You had to cut. That makes sense. And I, like just because of that, uh, I actually Dirk actually told me that it was somewhat hard to hear because of all the editing. Oh no, kidding! That had to be done on it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, after I finished it, I listened to it, and I'm like, <laughs> it really takes away from a lot of the gravitas that the film has. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning, and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. 
Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Yeah, well, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, it, so needless to say, Scarface will never be reviewed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great film, though. So, yeah, it, it, it's something you learn as you go along, I guess. Yeah. Like, look, things that you don't think about, because I've seen Pulp Fiction so many times. I don't. I didn't notice it till I'm going through, and especially the apartment scene at yes. the beginning. Yes, you're like, oh man. Yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know if you heard. So, I don't know if you heard. By the way, Eric, I was just curious if you had any any thoughts on this. I was saying to John yesterday, um, my only my only problem with Pulp Fiction, um, and and I haven't seen it since it came out. I'm not somebody who's watched it a bunch of times. So maybe if I saw it today, I would have a different perspective. But the only the only problem I have with it is that I think drags it down a little bit, and for me, keeps it from being a great movie. I think it's a good movie, but to me personally, it's not a great movie. the The middle section there with Bruce Willis, I think, is just too long. I think he should have cut ten minutes out of that, and I think it slows the movie down in a way that I find uncomfortable. Like the film has a pace and a rhythm to it, and then it gets to that part, and it just seems to slow down, and and I. I didn't like that when I uh, when I saw it originally. I I agree with you to a degree. Um, I think if it would have been placed somewhere different in the film, mm-hmm. it would have been fine. Yeah, than where it was placed. I think the character Butch Coolidge is very important. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I, but I do see it does slow the pace down. I think had they just followed Butch after the scene at the bar when Ving Rhames is like, repeat after me, in the fifth, I go down. And then just followed Butch from there, it would have been fine. Right, but right. I, I see the point. I think it's more placement of that aspect than it is that aspect in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe if it or maybe if it had been split up somehow. I don't know. I just that, that was my one complaint. I remember thinking that it was so long ago, but I still I, I can vividly recall thinking that like, wow, it seems like the whole thing just kind of it just slows down. But but again, that was a long time ago. You right. know, I've, I've I've had the experience where I've watched things that I watched a long time ago, and I'll see them again now, and I'm like. Oh, okay. I didn't get this before. You know, I, I, I saw this when I was, you know, 19 and, you know, I, I didn't I didn't get it then. I, you know, not that I was 19 then, but I'm, I'm just, a, I think a lot of it is the nonlinear way the story is told. Yeah. Yeah. We touched on that yesterday too. Yeah. And I, and I don't, I disagreed with the, uh, with the statement that it was a ripoff of the killing by, uh, Stanley Kubrick, I, I think it was more of a homage to Kubrick than a just blatant ripoff. Yeah. Um, but I get it. I, I certainly know Quentin Tarantino is a very polarizing director. Yeah. Either you love his movies or you don't. There's no gray area. There's no ambivalence with him. Right. Um, I, I bought the book he wrote for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And the cashier at Barnes & Noble, when I bought it, said, I can't believe they made a book based <laughs> off that wretched movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, 
okay. I'm like, well, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, it was awkward. It's like, what do I say to this? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. Not- she goes. Her her complaint was she felt it trivial. It made comedic value out of the Charles Manson case. Oh, okay. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, that's he's been accused of that with Nazi Germany and slavery. So, I, I mean, if you went into this movie and didn't think that's what you were going to get, then that's more on you than on him. Right, yeah. If you've got a lot of sacred cows, you may want to stay away from Tarantino. Yeah, totally agree. And I, I mean, I had no issue with the movie Django. I, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant in what he did with that film. Now, I do agree with maybe releasing action figures wasn't. <laughs> I <laughs> was a bit short-sighted, but... I didn't know that. Really? Oh, yeah, it was a big controversy. They released Nika, N-E-C-A, which, working at Strawberries, I'm sure you know who they are. Oh, yes. They make all the high-detailed uh, movie action figures. Yes. Like McFarlane figures. Yes. And they released four Django figures, and people lost their minds. I didn't know that. I, 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 all I knew, I, I remember all the controversy over the N-word, uh, the use of it in the film, and I, I guess it, I guess there's quite a bit of it, um, which in context makes sense, but I didn't know about the action figures. Wow. I can send you, I'll look for an article and send you the link. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was big. It it happened around the same time as the root when he made the comments about roots. Okay. Saying how he thought roots was unauthentic. Yeah. And the cast of roots really just very angry with him over that. And rightfully so. That really wasn't his place to say. Yeah, didn't John I mean, especially didn't John Especially Amos get when mad you at him? Spaghetti Western into slavery. You really don't have a right to make that comment. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay. And, you know, I mean, I don't like playing this card, but you are a white film director. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't criticize the work of an Af- that an African American did regarding slavery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a little, uh, that, Awkward, yeah. Oh, awkward and just not thinking. He, I think he practices ready, fire, aim before he speaks sometimes. Whether he thinks he's right or not, sometimes the best things are what's not said. Well, he's, um, I mean, I've always, I don't know this, but I've always just kind of assumed that he's on the, on the spectrum somewhere, right? I mean, I... I would I would agree with that. I think his attention to detail in his borderline neurosis in regards to making film is yeah. a part of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, even just hearing him in interviews, it's like uh, you know he's got to be. Um, like I said, I've I've never looked it up. I've I've just always assumed. I don't think there's anything official on that. Yeah, yeah. 
But, well, I will let you go. You have a good show, and I will be listening in. All right, Eric. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. No problem. Glad uh, glad I was able to get in, and like I said, have a good show. All right. Thanks, Eric. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that's our friend Eric Pilcher from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And, of course, uh, he does Eric Pilcher's Classic Film Review. And uh, this week, as we mentioned, the subject is Pulp Fiction, uh, directed by Quentin Tarantino. So uh, I look forward to, like I said, I have heard it already, but I will be able to share it all with you on tomorrow's program. Uh, But that does open up a line for you, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. You can also text me at... 617-917-4476. 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. We'll say uh, I see a lot of great comments in there I want to get to uh, on uh, what we were just discussing. But, of course, the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. Uh, Charles Richardson from the great state of Florida and host of the Charles Richardson show is in the chat and says, good afternoon and shalom peepers. Charles uh, was not on uh, last night. He is under the weather. He has a cold. It is not COVID apparently, uh, but he was um, uh, feeling ill. So uh, let us know, Charles, if you're going to be on tomorrow night. Uh, Charles is typically uh, on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. online. And Jenny is his primary uh, co-host on that program. Uh, Mike Palapita joins us in the chat and says, hello, everyone. Mike from another one of our great sponsors here at WMNH 95.3 FM, Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall. Hello, Mike. Uh, Melanie says, um, I hope everyone is enjoying Holy Week as much as I am. What a glorious time of year. Well, who are you and what have you done with Melanie? Uh, oh, and Eric Pilcher says, I love buffalo chicken. We were discussing that earlier. You know, they have that at the Hopknot, the buffalo chicken pretzel pizza. That is their April special. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Yeah, I can barely hear you, man. I can hear you. This is Matt. Yeah? Oh, that's good. I'm glad you can hear me. I got, I got a big mouth. Listen, I'm trying to reach that douchebag, Billy Painter. Uh, Billy's not here today. Okay, is he like a she like a Dilly staple on your show or what? What's going on with that? <laughs> Who is this? Yeah, they call me Scumbucket. Mm. Uh, all right. I'm crazy Joe. I'm crazy. I'm crazy Joe's uh, protege over here. I'm looking for. Uh, uh-huh. I'm looking for Billy Painter. Yeah, Billy is. Uh, he's uh, not uh, not here. If, okay. if you tried, you do a uh, show every day. What, what, you, what days of the week you do a show, there, if, buddy? If you if you tried Idaho, Idaho. Nah, I don't want to talk to. I don't want to talk to his cunt sister. I want. Okay. I want to talk to him first. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. Very very clever. All right. Well, we shan't uh, be uh, speaking with that person any further. I love how people think that's clever, though, when they call an FM station and swear because, you know, see, my thing has always been, and if you're a longtime listener, for people who've been with me a long time, you know this about me. I actually don't mind. uh, I actually don't mind prank calls if they're creative and they're funny. But when you just call up and you swear and I have to hit the dump button and hang up on you, there's nothing clever or funny about that. And it's that's that's just an indication that you're stupid. 
<laughs> you know, because it's not that hard to come up with something that I can work with you on. You know what I mean? As far as a prank call, because we've had some great ones. That's how Chris James and I became friends. You know, he him prank calling from Canada and, and then he realized I was willing to play along and, and have some fun with it, you know, but uh but when somebody just calls and swears, it's like you're 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 stupid. Why why would I want to talk to you? Hey Dirk. Oh hi. <laughs> What's going on? So that addresses like like one of two things I hate about people who, who try calling in the in the show. Like there there's like one kind of person that tries calling in when you've already got someone on the line and they can't understand, like, oh, I, I, I guess, like, this is how phone lines are supposed to work. Like, they can't just wait before they call in. I know. It, that's, something I, that's something I don't get. But, like, you know, the other thing, though, is, like, you know my kind of content. I, you know, I talk about some very explicit things. But I know better than to call into any kind of radio show and expect to be um, kept on the line after I say certain words. I don't understand this with these people. Like, how? how do, they know you have a dump button. They know you can hang up on them for doing that. Yeah, and it's and it's too bad because I am. See, I am unique, and Dirk, you know this about me, and and uh, listeners who've been with me for a long time know this about me. I am unique in that the way I deal with prank calls, if somebody does a prank call into my show, and this goes back even before I was here at WMNH when I would do other programming, um, if somebody calls with a prank call, instead of getting flustered or getting angry or whatever it is that that uh, people do who host a show, you know, they tend not to take it well, I'll actually play along. I'll roll with it and try to have some fun with it. And even turn it into a bit. Like I said, that's how Chris James and I became friends because he would prank call me and then he realized, oh, Maddie's willing to play. Okay. So, you know, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm unique in that way. There are very few, most, most people who host any kind of a show, they don't want to do that. They just get annoyed and they, and they don't have a sense of humor about it. So it's kind of a lost opportunity for the person who just wants to call up and swear and get, uh, hung up on because uh, you know they uh, they could have uh, gotten uh, some actual the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. You already know the fun of King's Island. Blue ice cream for lunch, catching your breath between screams on the beast. But this summer at King's Island, this is 50. Don't miss their 50th anniversary celebration all summer long with new shows, new food, and new fun. It's King's Island's biggest summer yet. And now through August 14th, King's Island is turning up the excitement with a daily 50 years of fun street party. It features dancers, music, and more commemorating the last 50 years. Make plans today at visitkingsisland.com airtime out of it if, if they had kept it clean and you know maybe we kind of find the sweet spot in the conversation and keep the bit going you know but uh well, yeah oh well. and and it's this it's this lack of understanding that like using curse words does not mean like you're pressing some sort of automatically funny button right um 
they're, they're not the they're not the sentence enhancers as Patrick Starr put them in SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's why, like, sure, if if I'm on a, a show that's uncensored and you can use swear words, I'll still I'll still use terms like peepee head because it's funnier to me. Right. Like I, I care more about what's funnier than just using whatever swear words I can. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah yeah it's just it's uh it's just too bad like like whoever that was and and I know who it might be but I'm not exactly sure it was who I think it was who I thought it was at first disguising his voice it might have it it actually the voice sounded like it might be someone he knows whose voice I've heard before in his videos and of course I'm referring to the jealous one as you refer to him but whoever that was you know I didn't like I didn't hang up at first you know he's he's you know, I tried to I tried to roll with uh, the bit. You know, I said, uh, "Oh, you're looking for Billy? Why don't you try calling Idaho?" You know, just kind of see where it goes. You know, and then he's, you know, but no, he's he was too stupid yeah. to uh, he was he, he was too stupid to hang with it. So, oh well. Yeah, yeah, you were you were more than happy to give him a chance. Yes, and, and he screwed the pooch on it. He was too too stupid to realize, like, oh, I'm on FM airwaves here. God. I don't understand these people. Like he could have, he could have had something really good. Yeah. And also uh, Charles in the comments saying, why would you reference SpongeBob? You know why? Cause cartoons are awesome. <laughs> I don't care how old I am. Cartoons are great. Well, a lot of adults like cartoons. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. God. Yes. All right. I'll let you go. All right, Dirk. Thank you for the call, my friend. I appreciate it. You bet. Okay. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, that was our friend Dirk Don. Uh, Dirk has a couple of great YouTube channels. You should subscribe and enjoy his content. He has Arrogant Media and, of course, Java Fog, uh, but uh, a lot of uh, lot of great stuff there, so I suggest you check those out. Hit the subscribe button when you do. You'll be glad that you did, and we love Dirk. He is, uh, he is also from uh, the great state of Iowa, as is Eric Pilcher. I think they might know each other. No, of course they know each other. Everybody in Iowa knows each other. Okay, that I made up. I have no idea if that's true. Uh, let's see. But that does open up a line for you. Uh, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. All right, let's roll the dice. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Yeah, listen. It's the same guy. You don't have to worry about hanging up or anything like that. I just want to call back to apologize. In all sincerity, I didn't realize that you're an actual FM radio station. I thought you were just an internet-based radio station. That's why I said what I said. Had I known that you're actually on the FM dial, I would I would not done that to you. I realized that you know you're a professional station and that uh, you know you have a revenue stream coming in there and stuff like that with uh, advertisers. My condolences. I, I do apologize. Okay. Well, okay. well, so my problem, my problem is with uh, is with uh, Billy Painter, uh, not uh, with you. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a little frog in my throat here. Yeah. Not with you. I do apologize. So uh, with that, I bid you a good afternoon, and uh, to any of your listeners out there, I apologize for what I said. I didn't realize that this is an actual FM radio station, and uh, I probably should have inquired a little bit more of the right place to call. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I uh, thank you for the apology. I appreciate it. You got it. Have a great afternoon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. Actually, I thought he was uh I thought he was trying to uh rope me in and then uh you know, say I apologize and then swear again. But no, he didn't. Ah, credit where due. 
So that was, uh, I believe his, he said the first time his name was Scumbucket. I don't know if that's his real name, but uh, all right. Well, I accept his apology. I mean, he sounded sincere, uh, but, uh, you know, so that's that's good, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, 603 Everybody in the chat room's confused. 603-250-6007 is the number. 603-250-6007. Uh, apparently that was not the jealous one trying to disguise his voice. That was an actual human, uh, who has uh, an issue with our friend, Billy Painter and Billy Painter is our friend. We love Billy. So, you know, uh, I, I, stand, uh, I stand by Billy, but, uh, uh, that, yeah, that was all very strange, but, uh, but no, Billy is not here. Uh, you, you'd have to find him in Idaho. Uh, this is, uh, New Hampshire. So we're, uh, we are in the Northeast. All right. Uh, let's see. I just want to make sure we uh, a lot of uh, great comments in the chat room here on the Facebook. Miriam Banish joins us. Hello, Miriam. Uh, Eric Pilcher says, uh, re- again, regarding Pulp Fiction, the soundtrack to that film is what hooked me upon first viewing. Yeah, I think that's um, I think that's actually true for a lot of people thinking back. In fact, if I remember correctly, the band Urge Overkill, who uh, they had a couple of hits, um, they are on the soundtrack. They do a cover of "Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon" uh, by Neil Diamond, which was a big hit for them. <clears throat> Scott Robinson says Tarantino also wrote "Dazed and Confused" and "Fight Club." I, Scott, I have to confess, I had no idea that he wrote "Dazed and Confused." I knew that he wrote "Fight Club." I did not know. That he wrote Dazed and Confused, uh, both great movies, uh, Scott says. Yeah, Fight Club is a personal favorite of mine. I love Fight Club, although I I, um, I, uh, I, I like the book better, but I, but I do like the, uh, I do like the, the film. I, I've often quoted the uh, Tyler Durden character in Fight Club. You know, Jenny and I were talking about this the other day, actually. Coincidentally, how I'm, I'm something of a minimalist. Um, you know, if she's going to get me gifts, she uh, instead of trying to get me things, she'll usually try to get me food. Uh, because as you all know, it's it's my stomach's world, and and you all just live in it, as we've established. Uh, but uh, but yeah, things, uh, material things, don't particularly excite me. I'm I'm something of a minimalist, and uh, and I I often quote the Tyler Durden character from Fight Club when he says, "The things you own begin to own you," and I've uh, I've carried that forth uh, through my life. Uh, Scott says he also wrote uh, Tarantino also wrote Natural Born Killers. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, Dirk Don says he did not. Wait, now I'm confused. He did not what? He didn't write uh, Dazed and Confused in Fight Club? Uh, I'm getting... uh, All right. Scott says, neither did I. I looked it up. Dazed and Confused is great. Uh, Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I'm confused. Okay. Dirk and Scott are trying to figure out this uh, thing. (laughs) All right. Uh, Crystal mentions uh, she likes uh, Scarface. You know, Eric, uh, Eric Pilcher said he's not going to review Scarface because that would require a lot of editing. You know, Eric usually includes a couple of scenes uh, from the films. Um... All right. Oh, Scott uh, loves uh, 
Quentin Tarantino's movies except Jackie Brown. I liked Jackie Brown. I didn't love it, but I did like it. I actually saw that in the theater. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. So now we're uh, in the chat room. We're discussing the call, the first call, <laughs> and people's confusion over it. Hey, but the guy did call back. That's good. That's good. Um, I guess he, yeah, if he didn't know, he didn't know. Um, Eric Street says, look like I missed something funny. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> Crystal says, maybe it was the jealous one doing his Andrew Dice Clay impressions. <laughs> oh, boy. Charles uh, Richardson agrees that cartoons are awesome. <laughs> And uh, there's some talk in there about uh, SpongeBob. Uh, Charles says, I hope Scumbucket is not his real name, but being friends with the jealous one, it might be his real name. Hmm, could be, could be. <laughs> uh, let's see. And, uh, oh, Polly C joins us in the Facebook live chat and says, Good Friday Eve, big fan. Yes, well, we're big fans of you, Polly C. And in fact, uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, right here on WMNH 95.3 FM, is Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C. And I, of course, have the honor and privilege of being one of Paul's co hosts on that program, along with our friends uh, DJ Steve and Dan Randlett. Uh, that will be tomorrow night. And uh, this week, we're giving away. Let me uh, find the post here. I just want to make sure I've got this exactly right. The details. Uh, Friday night's winning jackpot has risen to $50. That's right. This Friday night on Retro Spectrum Radio, we'll be playing 20 songs that all have one simple thing in common, you know, because there's always a theme on the show. Be the first to call in with the correct answer and win a $50 Visa gift card. The fun starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, so that will be tomorrow night. And uh, Easy G joins us on the line. Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, I had a feeling that that Frank Call was up to no good. Ah, he's a scoundrel. When he started saying some words that he really even should say on FM radio or any radio. Well, he really only said one, but it was uh, it was a very, very bad word. Yeah, but he did, right. apo- he did, he did apologize. But though. I find it kind of weird, though, that the person called back and said, I apologize, didn't know it was calling up a radio station that was FM. I mean, how, how could he not know that? Well, it is conceivable. Uh, you know, I mean, he should have, if if he ha- if he's watching online, he should know because you can see right here, it, it says WMNH 95.3 FM. But, uh, but you know, there's a lot of content online where, like, for example, the Charles Richardson, uh, I can't say it, all of a sudden, the Charles Richardson show, uh, that is uh, strictly online. So, you know, they, they can use words like that on that program. There's a lot of online content where yeah, you can not, say whatever you want. It's weird, though. I, mean, I don't know what you think, Matt. Recently, when someone gives a crank call like that, they, they really don't call up and say, I'm sorry. Well, he's kind of weird about the whole thing. That was uh, quite a surprise, but he may have sincerely not realized uh, that uh, he was out of yeah, bounds. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I believe that story. You don't believe him. You're calling him a liar, is what you're saying, Easy G. Yeah, I wow. think the, whole, the whole thing is kind of uh, very suspicious. Very suspicious. You almost sound like you know something about it. Wait a minute. That wasn't who, who, you, who, was who, it? Who, who else would call the radio station besides the jealous one? And be looking for uh, Billy Painter. I mean, 
Yeah. What I remember the whole story, stupid storyline is that he can't stand the guy. So has to, I'm calling out the jealous one. He has to yes. be. The, he has to be the. Has to be. He has to be the one doing it, disguising his voice. It kind of sounded like him. Uh, it also kind of sounded like another person's voice that I've heard in the Jealous Ones videos. So I think... Oh, you mean one of his best buds, you mean? Yeah, so that's who I he think might have put him up to it and say, hey, can you call? And I don't really, I really can't call that station anymore. Can you call Matt and kind of annoy him? Yeah, that may be. That may be the case. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. Who that caller is? I think it was all BS. But what? Well, but he he's did, not sorry for what he did at all. He did call back and apologize. It. He, he knew it was an FM station. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm calling out that. I'm calling out that caller. He's all. <laughs> he's all BS. Okay. I'm not accepting his apology. So for you. you. So the gauntlet is thrown. You do not believe uh, Scumbucket. Uh, of course not. Was sincere in his apology. Of course not. I actually think he was because if 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 not, where's the bit? I mean, if he's trying to do a bit, where's the where's the gag? Where's the That's joke? Why I think the guy got confused, you know. I mean, what what what's the point? If you have crank calls in the past, Matt, has anybody ever called up and said, "Oh, I'm sorry for the crank call"? Uh no. Usually, I usually with uh, uh, prank callers, I find a way to win them over, and then we become friends. Right. This is uh, to me. To me, something's real suspicious about it. I just don't know why, though. If 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 he wasn't sincere, why bother to call back? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, the whole the whole thing the whole thing is very uh, very mysterious. I think you're holding his name against him. You think because he has that name that that means he must be a bad guy. Yeah, that name is pretty. Uh, well, obviously, that's not his real name. I was thinking. Well, you never know. Kind of I mean, name. people are pretty creative these days in naming their children. Yeah, well, I don't, uh, come on. No, I don't think anybody names their children that. Come on. Uh, maybe Scum is his first name, and his last name is Bucket. You know, and then yeah, he just I, says I, them I, together. I kind of had, had a very good feeling that. That was a fake name. You think so? Hmm, I don't know. I'm going to yeah. take him at his word. I think you know what? Actually, I think that I'm I'm, I'm feeling generous. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think his apology was sincere, and I think that's actually his real name. I think that is what his. All I think right. that is his government name. I think if if I were to see his birth certificate, that well, is what would be April, on it. April Fools a couple days ago, so. More like a couple of weeks, but uh, close enough, uh, Eric. Yes, it was April Fool's recently. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. That's my uh, story. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, Eric. Bye-bye. All right, that's uh, our friend Easy G, Eric Gagnon. That opens up a line for you, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. And... Uh, our friend Ron is on the line. Hi, Ron. Hi, Matt. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Not bad. Hey, back to Pulp Fiction. Yes. In the end, did we ever find out what was inside that, that golden light inside the suitcase, or is that something they just didn't want you to know? No, that's uh, one of the uh, things about it that's so cool is, uh, if, if I remember correctly, we never do. I don't think we're ever even offered a real hint about what it is. I agree, yeah. All right, and what about the other question I have about the movie? Is it right or wrong to rub another man's wife's feet? I don't know. I wouldn't do that anyway. 
So, uh, well, you rem- uh, you remember that in the movie though, don't you? I I don't. I, I it's been oh a yeah, long- John John Travolta and um, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, well, who was the who was the black guy? Not Lawrence Fishburne, but uh, <laughs> Sam Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> That's right, Lawrence Samuel L. Jackson. They were standing outside a door and they were having a conversation over whether is it right or wrong because somebody rubbed that dude's foot, uh, <laughs> that guy's feet, his wife's feet, and he threw him out of a building. And look at Gonzo. Wow, I just caught a looks like Elton John over there. That's right. Hey, by the way, while you're on the line, Paul E.C. says uh, you are invited uh, tomorrow night if you'd like to come in. Oh, tell him, yes, sir. I thank you very much. I will be there. Well, very nice. We'll, we will uh, see you tomorrow evening, Ron. All righty. Very good. Very good. All right, my friend. All right. Let me see what let me see what Gonzo's up to. I'll let you be. All right, Ron. Thank you, my friend. Thank Take you. care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, got to do the uh, proper introduction here. You want that to be your new theme, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. I gotta tell you, I'm not feeling it. Well, how how married are you to this I'm idea not, that this I'm is not. your new theme? Because I I don't think it works. I was looking at guitarists. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh it, it's too uh, mid tempo. Uh, I mean, I like the guitar riff idea for a theme, but this it's emo. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just uh, it's just bland. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? A disgruntled film critic. Ah, John Hopwood joins us. How are you, sir? John C. Hopwood. Oh, John C. Hopwood, yes. For supercilious, whatever that means. Uh Uh-huh, which does not start with a C. Yes. Yes, what's on your mind, John? It does, doesn't it? No. Starts with an S. There's a C in it. Yes. I just uh, found the Easy G's a call very hard to take since Easy G used to harass me, uh, put up to harassing me. Really? By someone that we can't name on the show, which gives him an edge I, uh, or, or when it comes to dressing him down publicly. Wait, are you saying, so uh, Eric used to prank call you? Is that what you're saying? He used to, uh, no, he did it under his own name. But he would compl- he'd call it and complain that my sign for uh, uh, Alderman Bill Barry uh, was uh, too big and people couldn't see around it, even though he did not live in the ward or in my neighborhood. So he's a troublemaker is what you're saying. He was. So when listening to him uh, talking uh, from experience, I might add, about uh, radio troublemakers, uh-huh. I was, uh, you know, it, it was it was very triggering, Matt. Yes, yes, I understand. But Grow up, Hopwood. Very triggering. Grow That's up. why I wrote something mean on uh, the, uh, <laughs> what do you call the part where we comment? The, like fa- the, commentary? the, the Facebook live chat. You're some genius, Matt. Live <laughs> chat. Oh, it's the Invisible Man uh, who disappeared yesterday. Yeah. Hey, Gonzo, how are you doing? Good, buddy. How you doing? You sound. Good, uh, you good. sound. I'll be um, in town tomorrow if you want to get together and have a beard. Yeah, let's do that. Let's have, a, let's have a beard. 
Yeah, we're always spoke beer, uh, you, uh, you know? Yeah, maybe this time you well, can buy the round, Talk John. about triggering uh, personality. <laughs> wow. Now, Matt, uh-huh. getting to film criticism. Yes. There is a connection between what you mentioned about Pulp Fiction and the glowing uh, briefcase. And the Mary Tyler Moore show. Can there you is. tell me what it is? Not a clue. Gonzo, do you know? I gotta think. Mm, Gonzo's thinking. That might take a bit. <laughs> I just know. <laughs> well, I just, I just, we'll be here to the ne- next millennium. <laughs> I just I just know. I'm confident that I don't know. Now, wait. Stefan Philbrook is in the Facebook live chat. Stefan says the briefcase in Pulp Fiction is a MacGuffin. Uh, meaning it's uh, uh, something that, uh, you know, it's supposed to, um, it, you know, it, it's supposed to help move the uh, plot along, if, if I'm correct, nope. right? But but doesn't nope. have any actual meaning? But it glows. Nope, it is an actual, it is a reference to another movie. Huh, it's not a soul? I thought it was a soul. an Oscar-winning actress that won an Emmy Award. For the Mary Tyler Moore show. Because he says, uh, Stefan also says it's like the sled and Citizen Kane as far as being a MacGuffin. And, uh, nope. And, uh, <laughs> or like the rug in uh, The Big Lebowski. All right, well, go ahead and tell us, John, because I, I'm, I'm definitely not going it's to get a it. Re- it's a reference to Kiss Me Deadly. Bob Altridge's the film, Kiss Me Deadly, uh, based on the Mickey Spillane movie. And who was the woman that opened up the briefcase Merely with Tyler the radioactive Moore. material, uh, which was a very a Cold War trope, T-R-O-P-E. Uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, I know that uh, Gonzo can explain that word because he is the author of Tropes for Dopes. One who but, resists uh, authority, right? And the woman that did it. The naked woman who was uh, Forrest Leachman, who died yeah. last year. Yeah, Paul E.C. knew it. He said it in the Facebook live he chat, did. Forrest Leachman. I knew he'd know. Yep. Okay, uh, on that exciting note, <laughs> I will say, uh Vidanya, baby. All right, wee-wee. Uh, oui, oui. Bye-bye. Right. Bye, John. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Well, that opens up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Gonzo, yes, you were not on uh, WPYP yesterday with uh, John Hopwood. What are you doing with that? What are you doing? Your uh, Easy G impression? I'm working on it, yeah, because Kyle said I got to do more headphone movements. Oh, for an Easy G impression, yes. Wow, (laughs) yeah, he does. He moves very slowly, very deliberately. Yeah, someone's at the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, what, what was that, Matt? Uh, was that a question about Leachman? No, I was asking about uh, <laughs> yesterday. You weren't on John's show like you usually are. No, no, program. no. You might have noticed a little bit of resentment in my voice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're, we're, we're beefing Con- again. Contractual issues? Nah, I don't know. Whatever. Can't be beefing. He just asked you to get a beer no, with him. No, he says like things like, you'll be bored and you don't want to come on. Oh. It's like, no, it's fine. Just tell me so I can get rid of my babysitter. Like, you know, I plan on, a, you know, I get someone in there. I pay them $8 an hour. It adds up. Discount yeah. rate because you can't pay kids. Yeah, yeah. It's only six. But, oh, right. but anyway, <laughs> six-year-olds are very capable. Your babysitter is six years old? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. 
No, I didn't even have one. I did say that I have to cancel my babysitter to him just to make him feel guilty. Ah, yeah. yes. But no, um, it's fine. He he wants to do his boring shows with six views. That's fine. <laughs> oh, all good. By the way, uh, Dirk in the chat says uh, this is regarding your uh, Easy G impression. Uh, Dirk says, Gonzo, you have to try speaking slow while speaking fast at the same time. <laughs> Which I'm not sure how you do that, but I do know what he means. I do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he always pushes his chair way back. <laughs> yeah. Like before, like if this followed him, it'd be great, but he kind of just like finds himself out on an island out back here. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Some days it's worse than others. Sometimes I have to constantly remind him he needs to be on the mic. And, and sometimes it's not an issue. It doesn't always happen that way. Well, that beard looks weird. The, what beard? The easy beard. I, I saw him in the street. I, and I, I, I don't I, see it. Why is it invisible? To, he was talking about it yesterday, and I was, like, making a joke about it. Like, I kept talking about how he looks like Grizzly Adams or whatever, when in reality, I don't see the facial hair on his face. So it's there. It just looks like... um. Hmm, how can I describe it? It's like it's invisible to me. It looks like a bad lawnmower went over his face. Oh. Like a miniature, like a mini person, the size of maybe a matchbox car guy who would drive it, uh-huh. was mowing the lawn on his face, Oh, got lazy, and then missed it, a bunch of it. Oh, wow. Because there's like lines in it. Oh, this is uh, Easy Calling. Oh, good. Easy G is on the line. Hello. Oh, God. Yeah, no, no, uh, yes, he no, no more beard. I got rid of it. Oh. oh, you got rid of it. Boy, I was just yeah. getting. I was Half just an getting, hour in uh, front of the sink, I got rid of it. No, no longer. I was just getting used to it. Should have nared it. No, I, my, my my beard was a messy beard anyways. All it did is itch. Oh, yeah. A lot I, don't of people you, I, don't I don't know if you remember that. Uh, uh, Gonzo, a couple years ago, the Moose and the Peter tried to do a no shave month. Yeah, November. Yeah. Remember that bit? It's not a bit. It's if I the moose, couldn't handle it anymore, he shaved it. Boy, was Peter pissed. <laughs> Said, you couldn't do it all month. He goes, you no good, no good moose. Yeah. Well, really let him have it. Dude, that was great when you were on the morning show. You should come back sometime. I was talking about the moose was on years ago. So are you. They were arguing about the no-shave month. You've heard about the time that uh, Eric was, uh, he was recently confronted uh, about the moose at uh, Market Basket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about them? Uh, yeah. I heard a bunch of things, uh, Eric. I also heard you were on the bus. Yeah, it's a true story. I know Polly sees things that didn't happen, but it's Paul's listening. It really did happen. Eric. Everyone believes Eric, you. Eric. Eric. I'm going yeah, to speak on behalf of Peter right now. If you come forward and tell the truth, he'll let you back on the show. Just be honest about this. Yeah, I was on the show a while back when it was Kyle's yeah. birthday. Wait, wait, wait. Just be honest about the Market Basket story about the moose and say it's not true. And that'll go a long way with Peter. Because you're oh, lying. Uh, you're lying, it, it, Eric. It's the truth. It's an attention. It's Holy crowd. Week. I can't lie during Holy Week. You have to double down now. Like You ha- you know how you know Eric's mm-hmm. lying? is because he goes, isn't that funny? Or can you believe it, Matt? <laughs> Anytime he tells a lie, I think he'll it was be like, the same guy that isn't that amazing, Peter, Matt? One of the local in town. Some guy yelled at Peter a while back, said, where, where the hell happened to the moose? The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. 
The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. You talk about Best Buy? I don't know. Some guy confronted him, uh, Peter. I bet it was the same guy. I mean, that story was years ago, Gonzo. If the guy's listening, you know, get over it. Right, right. I just don't think it happened. It's okay. I just want you to come clean because you're... All right, well... You did go... Yeah, you, just I, say I, it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you uh, guys, I don't know why you don't swear to me, God. it did happen. Swear to God. It was only a couple weeks ago now. Well, probably about a month ago now. You swear to God. It is Holy Week. I, I asked that guy, you know, what's your name? He goes, it doesn't matter what my name is. And he stormed off. Say swear to God. But apparently he works with, the, uh, tra- uh, with uh, Scott Robinson here in the city, so... Just you say, could be listening right now. See, I swear to God this happened. Say it. Or are you lying? I swear to God it happened. Oh. oh. <laughs> it better have happened. It did happen. Come on now. Oh. God's going to try to mix me up. So I'm going to hang up now. You better say eight Hail Marys. Oh. Is that going to be enough? It's going to hell, guys. Oh, Bro. Oh, boy. He, he, Matt, <laughs> he he likes oh. to tell stories that like sound good, you know. And I look, I embellish my stories for radio. Of course, you make them try to sound better. Everybody does, but I don't just make stuff up. Right. We have a uh, Glenn R J. We'll let the people's mayor is here, and we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hello, Matt. This is Gene Simmons. <laughs> Of Kiss. <laughs> I love it. Gene Simmons of Kiss. It's wonderful to hear from you. Yes, I'm calling you today, Matt, because I'm very, very upset and pissed off. I don't understand something. Okay. And I need an explanation. Yes, yes. What the hell happened to the moose on the morning show? <laughs> I feel like you're you're being very confrontational about this, uh, Gene Simmons of Kiss. It's not like we're at uh, You know, Easy G and I have one thing in common, Matt. Yes. We both made love to 7,000 women during Holy Week. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's, uh, I had no idea. I mean, I always uh, suspected as much, uh, but uh, I, I didn't. Uh, wow. After they were through with him, the <laughs> crucifixion was a walk in the park. Okay, I've got to go, Matt. Uh, all right. Bye-bye. Wow. Boy, oh, he oh worked, my goodness. He worked blue, huh? Yeah, that was, uh, I guess he wow. Uh, by the way, I do have an answer uh, for uh, for what happened to the moose, for anyone who's uh, wondering. <laughs> Traffic is good. That's it. That's, uh, that's actually what happened. No, actually, Peter was a total jerk, and it led to him leaving. Oh! Well, we all know that. That's not news. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It is, it, it is to Matt, apparently. <laughs> He'll admit it. Glenn R.J. will let the people's mayor. We have to get to a break, but you sent me, uh, you sent me a song, I noticed. Uh, I did. All by myself. Uh, that's the name of the song? That's the name of the song. Oh. It, but it's done in a different manner. Uh, time out. Time out. If you're going to come on Matt's show, bring original content. 
You, this is, I don't write not, my this songs. This isn't premiering do, on your show, by the way. I do cover songs. <laughs> no, but you already played it on a different show. I did, but that's okay. You should give Matt a little special treatment. Oh, he's gonna, he's gotten it. Trust me. I did that on Tuesday. <laughs> Didn't wasn't that wow. a special song? Hello, Glenn, different show, different well, show. That's a, Glenn, we don't get unsheathed on this show. My goodness, that's for uh, we don't get unsheathed. That's for uh, <laughs> uh, that show comes on around three a.m. and it's uh, behind a paywall. Uh, but uh, all right, so we, we'll, Matt uh, is a special show. He likes certain music. <laughs> he doesn't always play music that they'll play in the morning. Billy Squire. Billy oh, you did the stroke? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, I didn't do it. Slowly. Hey, by the way, Gonzo, I, uh, I have to ask, uh, why do you have sneakers on the news uh, desk? I'm decorating them. Okay. I'm making some custom Gucci's Look at that. Out. Oh, very and nice. And do you sell them afterwards? I um I give them away to homeless people. Well, that's good. Very nice. That's a good cause. By the way, uh, Paul E.C., before I forget, did say in the Facebook live chat, he wants to be a guest on your podcast with Kyle. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome, Paulie. Yeah. We well, can smoke and swear, too. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe uh, maybe Scumbucket will join you. Oh, whatever. So he, so he can swear. Oh, as Kyle would say, that would be electric. Wow. Is yeah. That, is that really But there's a lot of moving parts. Uh-huh. Let's roll the dice. Uh-huh. thousand percent. Oh. And what's he saying out? And Incredible. Easy, and Easy G might want to be a guest on your podcast. Uh, that would be <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, th- I didn't mean to throw a ball. I, I don't think he would want to because we'd love to have him, but I don't think he's ready for that. Yeah. It'd be in person if he came in, and I don't think he could handle the um, He doesn't like to work. aura long. around uh, the atmosphere. Yes. I tend to agree. Under- yeah. Understood. I yes. tend to agree. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, very good. All right. Let's, uh, we'll get to this, uh, song. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take a little break. We'll play, uh, this, uh, new song from Glenn. What is this called again? All by myself. All by myself. And, uh, who are you performing this with? Dimish. Oh, this is, uh, your, uh, my your, instructor, your mentor, yeah, my mentor for music. Yes. Pakistan. Pakistan. That's hello. the country. No, we are not singing hello. All right. We are going to be singing <laughs> all we'll be by back. myself. Except here on the MK Media Network with our entertainment programs of Let Lodge Gone Global, we are not going to sing all by ourselves. Instead, we're going to be singing a duet. I'm going to be singing a duet, and you can join along if you want to. A duet with Dimash from Kansas Day and with Glenna Joelette. All that allows going global from Manchester, New Hampshire, USA. Enjoy all by myself. Nobody's 
I can help you drink. I'm out of breath. everybody we are well in hour number two numero dos of matt connerton unleashed and we are live from the studios of wmnh 95.3 fm in glorious downtown manchester new hampshire also on comcast 97 if you're in manchester and hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe you can go to my website mattconnerton.com for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, et cetera, et cetera. Gonzo is here at the news desk. Good afternoon, Manchester. Good afternoon. And Glenn R.J. Willette, the people's mayor, is on the couch. Manchester. We, we or something. Good afternoon, Manchester. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, si, senor. That's and, Spanish. Oh, I don't know. I just, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know what, what can I tell you? Uh, let's see. I do want to remind you, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot on Elm in the Brady Sullivan right across the street. They've got those delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They have trivia night every Thursday night hosted by the great Bill Cini, who also does trivia on the morning show on Wednesdays. But Thursday nights, he is at the Hopknot. It's a very popular feature there. So I suggest you call ahead and reserve your table because those tables uh, fill up quickly or get there early. Uh, tomorrow night, Sam Robbins is playing there. They uh, typically have a, a singer-songwriter performing live on Friday nights. This week, it is Sam Robbins. Um, they've got uh, Juneteenth coming up in a couple of months. We will tell you more about that as it gets closer. And they have their April special, which this month is the um, it's the pretzel pizza, but it's with the, uh, the barbecue chicken. Is that what it was? With... Uh, yeah, the, the pretzel pizza is amazing, or the pizza wow. pretzel, whatever you want to call it. But pizza. It's really good. It is excellent. So please uh, visit the Hop Knot on Elm. It is a wonderful place. Uh, let's see. The number to call, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Uh, you can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. Uh, but the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. Um, I noticed, uh, uh, Glenn, in your newest uh, song uh, there, you really... Um, and holding a note. At the end there, you really... Uh, how should I put it? You really go for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he told me to do. Don't hold back. Hold that note. Uh-huh. And that's why you have to breathe. <laughs> it sounds to me like you attempt uh, holding several notes at once. It's amazing. The it's, vocal gymnastics it's, it's are, a lot of fun. <laughs> are just uh, it, it, absolutely remarkable. I'm evolving. He has a one-of-a-kind throat. <laughs> I wouldn't a, say that. He has a golden throat. You, you wouldn't believe how much... Uh, how much uh, the people's throat... <laughs> The people's Sore I have throat. in my throat sometimes. <laughs> the voice of an angel, truly. And we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt, it's Moose. 
Oh, hi, Moose. Joel the Moose Elber. How are you, my friend? This is a rare pleasure. You must have heard Easy Good. G. How are you doing? Very well, very well. Did you hear the, the story the other day? Easy G was at Market Basket, and someone confronted him and was threatening him with uh, asparagus or something and wanted to know <laughs> where you were, where you've been? Well, I've been out of the country in Mexico hiding. Oh. Oh, my goodness. That Smart. that sounds like a Quentin Tarantino film, potentially. Smart move. Smart move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that, and uh, so I just want to... Uh, Say, you know, who was this guy uh, really busting uh, Easy G's uh, bees? Uh, that would be Gonzo. <laughs> well, no, that's different. Oh, oh big I didn't. I don't go to Market okay. Basket. I go to Hannaford. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm, classier. Yeah. Is, yep. Is is uh, Gonzo with you now? Oh, he's at the news desk. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Oh, Gonzo, what's going on? What's up, Moose? How you doing? Good. How you doing? How's Mexico? Oh, gee, you know what? I just don't drink the water there, that's all. I don't blame you. You're going to get dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just want to find out, uh, you know, who um, who this person was, was really uh, busting uh, Easy G's, uh, you know, B. So I just wanted to uh, get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, Easy G is very, but, uh, he's been very loyal to you. He's also yeah, lied yeah, a lot. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Yeah, Easy G's always been a good friend. <laughs> yes, yes. So, are you really yeah. are you really in Mexico? Or are you on vacation? Oh no, 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 no! I just uh, I I just threw that out there. Ah, <laughs> I understand. Yes, <laughs> it was an Easter I wish, fib. I wish I was on vacation, but uh, not until July of August. Oh, okay. You going to Mexico then? <laughs> uh, I'm not too sure where I'm going, but I can tell you, I can tell you this. It's not going to be Mexico. It's yeah. going to be somewhere out of the country, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, right. Yes. So, somewhere out of the continent, uh, I understand. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to give away my secret because I don't want anybody to follow me. So, uh, right. so I got to keep it under the radar. Easy G might follow you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, I can tolerate Easy G, but uh, yes. you know, like I said, uh, I just want to keep a low profile, you know, when I do go on vacation, so uh, have to, so I don't have to worry about uh, you know anything. So I just wanted to call and see, uh, you know, you know who this guy was was uh, really, uh, you know, busting his bees on your show, Matt. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how Gonzo yeah. is. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I don't know throw him under the bus. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but but uh, but otherwise, how you doing, Matt? Doing well, doing well. Thank you. Yes, you should you should yeah. come up sometime and be on the show. Yeah, you know what? Next time I get uh, a Wednesday off, I I I know Hopwood's there on Wednesday. So uh, next uh, next time I, uh, I'm off on Wednesday, I'm going to surprise you. And because uh, I you know I I um, I listened to the show on yesterday, and, and uh, what's what's Hopwood got a new beard looking? You know, he's what, yeah. what, what is he in? In, in uh, disguise, he's got a big guy. Uh, he's got a big bushy beard, and I think he's uh, been cutting wood, chopping wood. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I bet you those girls like a little tickle once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's a discussion for unsheathed. But uh, yes, I, I'm I'm sure they do. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, he looks like a he looks like a mountain man. Uh, I guess he, yeah. you know, he. Uh, it was difficult for him to shave with his arm injury. Now the cast is off the arm, but he still isn't shaving. So I he guess must he must like uh, it. I guess he likes the beard. Yeah, yeah. he must yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 
Well, you know, Hoppy, you know, he, he's, he's definitely a strange character. That's for sure. Well, he's, he's different, but we love him. He's our, he's yeah, our, uh, we do. We he's do. our, he's our little right, guy. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you guys have a good show and I'll uh, keep on listening. All right, Moose. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. It's wonderful to hear from you. Yeah. Same here, Matt. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Take care now. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So, so maybe that solved Easy G's problem, and that guy will say, oh, Moose is still around. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We don't want anything to happen to our beloved Easy G. <laughs> wow. That was wonderful to hear from the Moose. Yeah, I mean, yes, it always is. He's well-received by everyone, I yeah. think. Yes, the yeah. Moose is loved. He's a very nice guy. And for those who don't know, for newer listeners who might not be aware, so Joel the Moose Elber was Peter's original co-host on The Morning Show. Yeah. So he was Kyle before Kyle was Kyle. Well, then there's Daryl. And there's Daryl the Dragon. He was Daryl before Daryl was Moose, but now Moose is Kyle. Right. Yeah. So confusing. I know. So many co-hosts. Peter must have some uh, issues there. Oh, what are you doing? I tell Kyle all the time, like, if you're number three, you got to expect a number four. Now, both you guys... (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Both both you guys remember the old show before Peter White, the TV show they had. Oh, Manchester. Yes. yes. Now, wasn't Moose on that as well? He was. I thought so. So it made it, it made a lot of common sense when I found out that when he started a radio show that Moose was his co-host. <laughs> made a lot of common sense, Matt. <laughs> Just co- good common sense will tell you that. <laughs> it made it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Polly C. Oh, I think this is for the Moose. Polly C. says, tell him to come in with us on Friday, on a Friday night, Matt. Yeah, I didn't see that uh, while he was on the line, Paul. But, uh, yeah. Or... Uh, Message him or something, or hopefully he's listening. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be wonderful to have him with us on a Friday night for Retro Spectrum Radio with Paulie C. Friday nights from seven thirty to ten p.m. right here on uh, WMNH. Maybe when Peter comes on at the end of the month. Oh, for the Brady Bunch episode. Yes, that'd be a nice. Uh, oh, that would be very cool. One two combo. That would be very cool. Now, Glenn, you have a you, you're you're confident in your uh, singing uh, talents, right? I'm much more than I had been two months ago. Okay, so you can you can take some constructive criticism from people. All right, very good because not we, everybody will like my singing. I I, I understand right. I, I you know you know how I feel. You have a you have a golden. Uh, I do not have a golden. The voice throat. of an angel, <laughs> but we do have some uh, comments now. But I'm going to the, the comments will be anonymous. I won't it's say who, who said what. But this was a wild song. By the way, I believe uh, Peter White of the Morning Show with Peter White is in the facebook live chat hi peter and says uh no issues gonzo take a week off i'm full tomorrow glenn's <laughs> taking your seat <gasps> i know oh, i heard oh, that oh, oh my goodness i didn't know it was taking your seat oh wow. he had a seat opening oh said. wow <laughs> no no that's my seat right there just don't sit there okay oh wow okay you're gonna be on the morning show tomorrow glenn yes i am oh very nice good yeah, friday for good very friday nice. he's coming in just oh. as jesus oh. oh no i'm not just sh- i can never be jesus come on you should uh your friend uh dinesh uh, should teach you how to sing good friday by the black crows uh-huh. there, is just that your song yes i'll have to look it it's up a great song actually i have to look it up so here's some of the uh the comments uh let's see and again i'll, I'll keep these anonymous that's fine uh, let's see. Uh, he sounds like he is in the toilets at Elm. Uh, did they actually, uh, did they finally open? No. Nope. No. Nope? Okay. <laughs> so that's wrong. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Easy G says, uh, hey, bro, Gonzo, I will never be on your podcast. I mean, ever. Wow. That settles that. Yeah. Damn. Right. What are we going to do? Uh, Nancy Clayton joins us. By the way, Nancy, thank you so much for that wonderful message that you sent me. Uh, Nancy Clayton in the chat room. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind, because I was going to keep these anonymous. 
Uh, but uh, hi, <laughs> no, Nancy. Ne- <laughs> never mind. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody said, uh, well, that <laughs> Ooh, one, Nancy. <laughs> that one I can't. No, somebody else said something I can't really read oh, no. uh, on the air. Um, uh, oh, uh, well, Gle- uh, Easy G said this. I this doesn't have to be anonymous. Uh, because it's a compliment. Glenn, the next American Idol. I don't think so. So there you go. Easy G enjoys your singing. What's the Thank mean you. one? Say the mean one. Uh, well, we're getting to the mean ones. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, sounds just like Eric Carmen. Or I think it's supposed to be uh, Cartman from uh, South Park. Or maybe Eric Carmen. In which case, it's a compliment. Uh, let's see. Somebody said these are really hard to listen to. Uh, somebody says, oh, God, Matt, why, why? This is so horrible. Uh, somebody said, I just fell off the wagon. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, somebody said there are reasons I only sing at home and in cars. Good for them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Glenn, the object of art is to invoke an emotion. That's so, right. So you have done that. Yeah. Uh, somebody said it's not his best work. No, it's it's something brand new. Yeah. Yes. That was yes. brand new. Yeah. Somebody said, oh boy, the extended version. Uh, let's see. Wait, who said that? Uh, can't say. Can't say. Uh, <laughs> somebody said, I do want to know why these recordings get played. Is it a bit or are we trying to actually show them off? Well, we're trying to show off uh, Glenn's golden throat. Yeah, I do not have a golden throat. Uh, somebody said, is this the gong show? Um, <laughs> haven't heard no gong yet. Uh, somebody said, I keep trying to sing along, but Glenn has made this quote unquote his own and I can't join in. An artist does that. That's right. Someone said, ouch. Um, someone said some of his songs are good. This song is not his best. Well, it was, you know, you were going for something different. Yeah. Uh, someone said, my dog just jumped out the window. Uh, (laughs) someone said, uh, Matt, don't make me stop barking. Uh, someone said why with four uh, question marks. Uh, someone said why in all caps with six exclamation points. Uh, let's see. Someone said, I think I'm starting to hear Glenn's power note. Oh, that's kind of a compliment, I think. Uh, someone said, wait, a rooster. Uh, someone says, my pet just stress pooped. Uh, I hope he picks it up. Yes. Uh, someone says it just keeps going on and on and on and on. Uh, somebody said, okay, now you're just showing off. No, that's how that song runs. Yes, yes. Like I said, you really go for it there. Uh, someone said, uh, thank God, a commercial. <laughs> someone said, look, Gonzo left. Uh, <laughs> someone said, I'm thinking of spiking my coffee. Uh, someone else said, I need a very stiff drink. Someone said, cats <laughs> fighting. Uh, someone said, uh, I guess Matt saw there were too many people watching and had to play Glenn's song to stop the ratings from going through the roof. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, someone said, I have a sore throat from throwing up. Uh, I keep doing it. <laughs> uh, let's see. And I think that's it. So, so wow. kind of a, I'd say it's about... I'd say it's about 50-50, you know. A, a about, mixed bag. About, about half the people uh, love your singing, and then the other half, uh, they'll warm up to it. I'm only know. doing it for fun anyway. Right, right. Yeah. Way when they start going into being the comedian. Oh, yes, you're getting into it's comedy. Coming in June. 
coming in June. What what kind of comedy will oh, you be doing? Oh, you'll be a surprise. Will it be like it, physical be a, comedy? No, it'll be a mixture of Slapstick. verbal, <laughs> of talk verbal, and a mixture of song. Talk verbal is uh, oh. that's that's like what Amy Schumer does. No, it I think. means you you do your comedian in in voice only. Yes. not in singing. That's what I mean. I'm yes. going to do a little bit of both. I was thinking you should smash watermelons like Gallagher. Yeah. Well, well Gallagher was known for that. I don't like Was? To... He still is. Well, still is, but yes. I don't... I like to do my own originals. You don't want to have to hand out ponchos. No. I understand. <laughs> did he? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Why do you say did? In past tense. Gallagher's, Has he? Gallagher's still around. Has he? There's two of them. Did you know that? Well, I didn't know Did that. you know that, Gonzo? There's two Gallagher's? I assumed. <laughs> I yep. think one of them has passed. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 323232 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232 Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Uh, that, Am I right or uh, wrong? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe, but there's yeah, they're brothers. Like oh, okay. Gallagher, it's not a race. Gallagher actually a... uh, franchised out the uh, the <laughs> the. You're uh, kidding, right? No, I'm it's not kidding. Awesome. Because they they look so much alike that okay. he actually franchised the act out to his brother at one point. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's still Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like there. if Connerton and Connerton were on the road. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you would make double the money, Matt. Uh, th- that's <laughs> yes, that is true. One of them's making more money than the other. Yeah. Uh, now Joe Lars in the chat room and says Glenn did comedy on his TV show for St. Patrick's Day. Very funny. I have the tape for sale on eBay. Oh, for sale. Oh boy. You didn't ask my permission, Joe. <laughs> wow, my goodness. Well, I hope he cuts you in on that. <laughs> uh, Dirk Don says yes. Talk verbal. That's definitely what Amy Schumer does. She should stop, but that's beyond the point. Uh, Paulie C. says, Glenn R.J. Pryor, the people's comedian. 
Well, I hope you wouldn't be using some of the language Richard Pryor used. No. That would uh, that would be problematic. Not uh, me. Certainly. Are you going to work blue? Oh, Joe says that tape is about from 10 years ago. I think you should work blue. Yeah, like you, Bob Saget did. Yeah. Are you going to work blue, uh, Glenn? I don't know yet. You don't know yet? I still oh. have time. June, oh, June's great. not here. You're going to use swear words? No, I don't do that. Oh, so you're not going to work it's blue. It's family entertainment. That's what I do. Oh, you like June Gaffigan. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, actually, he's very funny. I yeah, think. he's the only one I can think of that does clean uh, comedy. Uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really swear. Although I'm not a big fan of Seinfeld's uh, stand-up comedy. Love the show, but uh, his stand-up, I don't, I don't really get it. Why not? <laughs> actually, his show was actually better than his stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right. I agree. But comedians revere him. Of course they did. They revere him. Because he's a big guy now. Yeah, I, I I wonder if he would uh, if he would be uh, as revered if had it not been for the uh, sitcom. Probably not. Who uh, knows? Uh, Dirk says Glenn is going to do the Aristocats joke. Am I? Aristocrats. I'm sorry. <laughs> Aristocats was a Disney film. The Aristocrats joke. I apologize. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried, uh, you, you who just passed, he he did a, a variation of that joke. Uh, you should do his uh, in uh, in an homage uh, to uh, Gilbert I, Gottfried, and you should uh, do it in his voice. I can't if match, I could, uh, I make can't a match his voice, though. No, but you he, could, has, he has an original voice. Well, I'm sure you could match the vulgarity. No, he has oh, the vulgarity. Yes. He has an original voice. Right. The, the Aristocrat joke, Aristocrat joke, <laughs> um, there's a documentary on that yes, joke. Yes, yeah. Where everybody does the same joke, but a yep. different... Uh, version of it. Yeah, because you you can do whatever you want with it. You can right. you can it's, get it's as, all the punchline is the same, right? Right. Yeah. The punchline is always the same, but it's how you get there, mm -hmm. and then you can get as and they all you know everybody. I've seen the movie. Everybody in the movie tries to sort of out vulgar each other and yeah, some, it's like but, a rite of passage. But a few people try to do like uh, something different with it. But yeah, but the uh, but the destination is always the same, which is what's cool about it. I can see you doing that, Glenn. So, Gonzo, is it me or maybe it's my eyes? It's you. Do uh, you have glass why'd in those you, glasses? You suddenly ended up kind of far from the mic, Glenn. Pull that mic up, oh. would you? Do you have glass in those glasses? Yeah. Okay, I don't see them. <laughs> Sorry, get your eyes checked. I'm very nearsighted, <laughs> that's why. Maybe you need glasses. I do need glasses. I'm in the process of doing that now. Sorry to hear that. Well, that's life. <laughs> that is life. Not my life. <laughs> Apparently it is. You have yeah, yeah, you're wearing them. No, there's nothing in them. That's oh. exactly what I thought. <laughs> so it wasn't my eyes. It was no, real. No, you still got it, buddy. That'd be funny if uh, if it was your eyes. In my eyes? <laughs> you're funny now. Well, that'd be weird. That would be weird. But I'm picturing it. Are you? You can't picture it. I wish I didn't. With your mind's eye? You can do anything with your mind's eye. That's right. That's true. It's like when somebody... That's, that's when the one up here in the middle, right? Nope. That's your third eye. <laughs> It's like when somebody says, I can't imagine. Do you have an eye behind the head? No, it's lower. <laughs> You're funny. Why you cut off Matt's? I didn't cut I him can't off. imagine comment he was going to make. Yeah. Makes for good radio. It's not your show. Yeah, Glenn. I know it's not my show. How dare you? What was it, Matt? Go ahead. Oh, it's like when somebody <laughs> says, I can't imagine such and such. Oh, it's like, it? well, of course you can imagine. You can imagine anything. That's why oh, it's that's true. Your, your imagination. Oh, I can't imagine doing that. Yeah, just think of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you you literally imagine whatever it is you say you can't imagine as you're saying you can't imagine it. You're actually imagining it. Right, Glenn? I guess so. Use that in your act. Maybe. But just throw some F words in it or something. Oh, no, I can't do That'll that. That'll make it funny. It wouldn't be family anymore. Well, th that depends on who's family. What are you doing this at? Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Sunday at 10 a.m. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs>
I know what it is. It's because it's Holy Week. We'll ask him the same question next week. He'll be like, hell yeah, I'm going to work blue. He'll be like, shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I would shock the world if I did that. That's right. Uh, 603-250-6007 is the number if you'd like to join us. 603-250-6007. Speaking of funny, by the way, we do have to uh, acknowledge because, you know, I I take uh, great joy in the follies and foibles of the Russian uh, military. Uh, did you guys uh, see what happened uh, with their uh, their flagship? <laughs> no. Isn't that funny? It's, what happened? Uh, well, here's a story from the AP. Russian military's damaged Black Sea flagship sinks. Uh, the flagship of Russia's uh, Black Sea fleet, a guided missile cruiser that became a potent target of Ukrainian defiance in the opening days of the war, sank today after it was heavily damaged in the latest setback for Moscow's invasion. This is the, this is their flagship. This yes. is the, the pride of the, the Russian military. That's right. Don't you think like the more embarrassment and the more defeats Putin takes, the more likely he is to go that way? That's scary. Yeah, like, you're it's right. almost like the more ha-ha-ha-ha mm-hmm. you do to a bully, is like, all right, well, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, like, it just seems like... It, I don't know. I don't know the solution. First of all, he shouldn't have went there. Right. But obviously, uh, getting behind you, like everyone seems to be piling on them now. And it's like when he's literally turning into that rat, he discusses and mm-hmm. could hit that end bomb, you know? Yeah, I certainly hope not. Very, very Not the dangerous. word, but the bomb. Yeah. End bomb is what Glenn's going to be doing during his act. No, yeah, yeah. I'd go that route. I, I agree with you, Gonzo. He's a very yeah, dangerous see. man, and oh. how much are we going to push him? But the more, like, the na-na-na-na-na, you know, he's going to be like, okay, that's me. He just needs to save face and leave Ukraine. He's never going to do that. You know yeah, that. Yeah, he'll become a hero. Ron is on the line. Hello, Ron. I like how Putin is accusing... The Iran, um, not the Iranians, the um, Ukrainians, of bombing <laughs> civilian targets. Yeah, isn't that, yeah. Th- isn't that funny? Yeah, that's been part yeah, of the. Yeah, uh, no kidding. That's been part of the rhetorical strategy of Putin. Is just uh, he does the dirty work and he blames it on somebody else. Well, the thing is, he gets away with it because you know, in, in Russia, all they get is this Russian state-controlled media. That's right, one-sided story. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Putin can say that's whatever right. he wants to to the Russian people, and uh, they—that's why his approval rating is so high. And Russians are overwhelmingly in favor of the war, according to uh, polling data. Because that's all they know. All they're getting is what Putin tells them. That's right. Okay, I guess that was about it. I <laughs> I heard about the I didn't hear about the flagship until now. Yeah. Uh, later on, I'll I'll get on the CNN news. Yeah, yeah. But um, I did hear today. I talked. I said about you know Putin saying the Ukrainians were up to no good doing bombing the civilian targets. So that's why I was calling in. Yeah. Um, if Peter has any openings, I mean, you know, not to uh, step on Gonzo, but if he's got any openings in the morning. Maybe I'll make it a double hitter if I could. I can answer for him. Oh, you can? Yeah. And Be careful. EZG did that once. Yeah, I'll answer. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it's it's full tomorrow. Ah. Sorry. Because you're not even going to be here, right, Gonzo? Right. Glenn's it, taking your place. Glenn's taking my place. Uh, Steve, oh, I, I thought you were still going to be here. Steve Light's taking my place, too. Really? But I'll be here as well. Oh. Well, this is very well, confusing. Well, as, 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 we, as it stands... I, I don't have to have a camera. I don't have to have a couch or a chair. 
and I don't need a microphone or headphones. You just call just in. To listen in from the you know from the side is great. You don't even need a mic stand. You just put it in between your chest. <laughs> <laughs> the last time. Wise guy, you. All he right. did. He just put it right there. Oh. The best thing for you to do, Ron, is do what I do. If I want to come on the show for anything, I'll ask him. He'll tell okay. me if it's available or not. What? That's the polite way to do it anyway. I do the same thing with Matt. Yeah, I was kind of throwing it out there in case he still had his ears on. Matt keeps saying, just come in, but I always ask him because that's the polite. It's his show. Not always. <laughs> well. <laughs> yes, damage. I always ask him. Not always. Damage control. <laughs> damage control. Yeah, uh, well, All right, guys. If, if, if Peter, yeah, uh, if, if Peter uh, responds to your query in the uh, Facebook live chat, I'll be sure to read that out, and uh, you'll have your answer. Wonderful. Thank you. All Can't right. ask for more than that. All right. You got it, Ron. Bye, Ron. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. So, uh, yeah, if, if, uh, if Peter happened to hear that, perhaps he will respond in kind. Sounded like a threat. You better let him in, Peter. <laughs> Paulie C says, I'll be stopping in in the AM, too. Nice. Oh, nice. Yes. Always uh, nice to see Paulie. That's right. There you go. Uh, well, that opens up a line for you, 603-250-6007, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this morning on Morning Joe, they were having a lot of fun with this whole uh, the Russian flagship being sunk. Uh, one of these retired generals who does the morning uh News shows. I forget which one what, what it was, but he was saying something about you know when you go to the to the uh, Annapolis uh, Military College, the first thing they teach you is uh, don't let your flagship uh, get sunk because uh, absolutely it looks uh, <laughs> it looks your prize it looks possession bad. yeah it's gone a, that's a morale killer right there it's also an expensive ship you know <laughs> yeah yeah or a uh, guy who can no longer control his money. Uh, it says here Ukrainian officials said their forces hit the vessel with missiles while Russia acknowledged a fire aboard the Moskva, but no attack uh, because they don't want to acknowledge the embarrassment. Of not. Uh, U.S. and other Western officials could not confirm what caused the fire itself. The loss of the warship named for the Russian capital is a devastating symbolic defeat for Moscow as its troops regroup for a renewed offensive in eastern Ukraine after retreating from much of the north, including the capital. The Russian Defense Ministry said the ship sank in a storm <laughs> while being towed to a port. <laughs> while being, I love that. That's the cherry on top of it, isn't it? Isn't it? It sank while being towed away. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I love to see it. Uh, Russia earlier said the flames on the ship, which would typically have 300 sailors on board, forced the entire crew to evacuate. It later said the blaze had been contained and that the ship would be towed to port with its missiles, uh, with its missile launchers intact. Uh, the ship had the capacity to carry 16 long-range cruise missiles, and its removal reduces Russia's firepower in the Black Sea. It's also a blow to Russian prestige in a war widely seen as a historic blunder. Now entering its eighth week, mm -hmm. Russia's invasion has stalled because of resistance from Ukrainian fighters bolstered by weapons and other aid sent by Western nations. During the first days of the war, the Moskva was reportedly the warship that called on Ukrainian So, Oh, interesting. This is the same ship <coughs> that uh, called on Ukrainian soldiers stationed on Snake Island in the Black Sea to surrender in a standoff. In a widely circulated recording, a soldier responded, Russian warship, go F yourself. The Associated Press could not independently verify the incident, but Ukraine and its supporters consider it an iconic moment of defiance 
country recently unveiled a postage stamp commemorating it. <laughs> the news of the flagship's damage overshadowed Russian claims of advances in the southern in the southern port city of Mar- Mariupol, where they have been battling the Ukrainians since the early days of the invasion and some of the heaviest fighting of the war at a horrific cost to civilians. Uh, Russian ministry spokesman, uh, I always love attempting these uh, Russian names, Major General Igor Konashenkov, oh, I think I got it, yeah, <laughs> said, when, <laughs> said Wednesday that 1,026 Ukrainian troops surrendered at a, oh, I don't want to read that part because that part's uh, bad for uh, the Ukrainians. Um, uh, yeah, we won't get into the rest of it, but I, I just wanted to revel in that uh, the sinking of their... Uh, <laughs> you, you, of, you, of their flagship. You know what's funny, Matt, is that uh, his first general that was put a, that was put in charge of the invasion was the same kind of guy that Putin said when we can, when we invade, or he didn't even call it an invasion. When we get in there to solve the problem that he claims that doesn't exist but it's there, he said they'll be welcoming me with flowers. Well, that general is gone, and they replaced it with a beast. A monster, the same monster did the same thing in Syria. Yep, the butcher of Syria. They That's call right. Him. Yep. So that tells you a lot. And Putin uh, is mad. Ron is back on the line with us. Hello, oh. Ron. Yeah, pardon me, forgive me, but does that type of ship is it? Could it be nuclear powered? And does it carry nuclear weapons? That's my question. I'll take the answer off here. Of Possible. Right. Thank you, Ron. I don't know. Um, Nuclear-powered yeah. ships? A lot of them are now. Yeah. The newer ones. So it's possible. No, it's a good question. How uh, old is that ship? Do you know? I don't know. Don't know. And I, I haven't seen or heard anything about it being nuclear. Yeah. We would have heard. You think so, we would have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that it's... Uh, it's just so funny, though. It uh, You know, they... They took damage from uh, Ukrainian missile strikes, and then it sank while being towed away. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. By a storm. <laughs> By a storm, yeah. Absolutely. I love, uh, uh, you know, just the karma of it is uh, fantastic. Um, What was, uh, there was another big, big. Uh, I wish it would just end, though. Story today. Yes, oh, don't we all? It's horrible. Don't like, we all? Even, like I said before, it's just like all these little, all these little things that happen. Just more room for it to get bigger. You know? Unfortunately, yeah. you're correct. The more numbers involved in an equation, the more it can get scary. Yeah, apparently, uh, also according to the AP, the Moskva that ship um, had been uh, had been around a long time. It, it had been uh, used in many wars. So it's an old ship then. It's a very old ship, yeah. But still, they're it was still their main ship. So it must have the, they must not have that many ships that are that size or that powerful. Um. Yes. Something else too. Before, yeah, we're running out of time. But have you guys been following this? Uh, Elon Musk is now trying to uh, yeah wants to own Twitter. Yeah, when you said yes. tweet me at Matt Connor and I tw- you know that the you know the Twitter site it it rang a bell that he he put it like what thirty billion? Oh no, that was Glenn, offered, that, that was uh, Glenn's phone that rang the bell. But he no <laughs> my my internal bell. Oh, 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 sorry. If you can imagine, I can't imagine that. Um, I literally can't. Is it thirty billion or forty billion? It was uh, some enormous number. Yes, that'll change everything though. 
Because he's more on the left, isn't he? Forty-three is he? billion. I don't really know much about his politics, but um, how rich is he though? Is he? He has to be wealthy. Oh, yes. God. Is he a trillionaire or close to it? I don't think there are any trillionaires. Uh, there, there is. Amazon, the owner of Amazon. He's a tri- Jeff Bezos. He's is a the only trillionaire we have in, is that in the true? world. Yeah, are I you think sure? it is. He Glenn. claims he made a tri- over a trillion dollars last year. I don't know. If Glenn says it's true, it must be. Bezos. Really? That's what I heard. It, it, I, it may not be, but that's what I heard. And if it's true, uh, I don't know too many trillionaires around the world. I don't think there are any other. I don't know probably any. Probably him. Yeah. What did it cost him to go up well, in the air? You might, you might be right, actually. Uh, so what's a trillion dollars? A hundred, nine, more than $900 billion, right? It would make you, the next step would be a trillion? It's $10 billion, yeah. is it not? No, it's not over nine hundred and ninety-nine billion dollars. Would be I think a lot. I, I think I found the answer, but we'll, insane. Uh, Ron's on the line. Maybe Ron knows. Hi, Ron. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I read that yes, he is the richest man in the world. He is a trillionaire, and they were saying that last year he paid uh, eleven billion dollars in taxes. Well, that's, well, he uh, paid his fair share then. That's more, good. More than I thought. And not too many that, that do that. Yeah, there seems to be some, uh, I mean, there's no way of knowing uh, for certain, but there seems to be, I found one article here that says Elon Musk is actually the world's first trillionaire, but uh, without being able to look at their actual uh, bank accounts, I guess we can't you be can't certain. Really oh, maybe I got the wrong rich guy. Well, no, no, you, no, no, no. You, they're both you, you rich, might be uh, right because there's also sources, uh, USA Today says it's Bezos. Um Oh, well, actually, they have an article here about the the debate. It might be Bezos or it might be Musk. Um, who, who owns Twitter right now? Is it Facebook and Twitter together? Well, it's a publicly uh, traded company. So, all right, so but not... Elon Musk wants to privatize it. it it's not owned by... Uh, I don't believe that Twitter is owned by Facebook, though, is right, it? I was thinking no. Instagram is, all right? In- Instagram is, Instagram yes. is owned okay. by Facebook, And yes. so is WhatsApp and... Uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp and a couple <laughs> other things. They own a lot. What's up? Anything What's else? up? Anything else on your mind, uh, Ron? <laughs> nope, that was it. I had to, you know, throw that in what I read about. See you guys. Bye. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. Well, Glenn, it looks like you were right though about uh, Bezos uh, potentially. I try not to just say things for the heck of it. I appreciate that about. I've either you, heard uh, it or I've confirmed it. This That's... time I had not confirmed it, but I had heard it by quite a few people. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, the Hill dot com reports Elon Musk has thrown the tech world into a frenzy. After sharing his offer to buy Twitter for $43 billion today. Wow. Just days after news broke that the billionaire, so this article says he's a billionaire, would not join the social media giant's board of directors. Who owns it now? It's not owned by one person, is it? Michael Twitter. Oh, Michael. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where they got the word Twitter. <laughs> yeah, okay. obviously. Michael, okay. Michael yeah. Twitter, yeah. And uh, uh, he's, is he more left than right or more right than left? Uh, Michael Twitter, I think, is, is kind of a right. Well, it's two guy. Twitter brothers. There's Ron Twitter and there's Michael Twitter. Right. Ron, Ron's Ron. on the right. Mike's on. You remember it this yeah. way. Ron right, Mike left. Okay. Yeah. 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 The Twitter brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And the new guy who wants it, is he more right or left or in the middle or? He's I don't know. Left. Much. I don't know. He, I, don't, I don't know much about him. He's Elon revered Musk, by a so. lot. I mean, people love him. Well, yeah. there's, right. I mean, I know he's very different. You know, you've got Elon Musk, and he, of course, you've got his brother, Levon Musk. Yeah, Levon Musk is definitely left, so yeah. I, I guess he's on the right. So Elon is probably on the right. Yeah, That's you go usually, Levon left, Elon right. Yep. Right. That's usually how it works when you have two brothers. Yeah, you like know, your they, brother, Connerton and Connerton. Right. 
my, the, the comedy franchise. So the like Gallagher, <laughs> right? My bro- my brother Bruce. Uh, he's yeah, he's, brother he's more right leaning, and I'm more. Uh, yeah, my brother uh, Bruce Connerton. He's <laughs> he's more of a right leaning guy, and I'm more of a left uh, leaning guy. And your father's more right. And, and th- yes, yes. Uh, Bruce takes after my dad. But then you yeah. got Matt Tun, who's Matt middle name Connor, uh-huh. Matt Connor Tun. Yeah. So it's confusing. Yeah, it's super confusing. But, so here's the question. But a you, good way to remember this about Bruce, by the way, yeah. is, is the name Bruce, the second letter is an R. R, yeah. So Bruce, Bruce. right. Yeah. Right, so you're on the A. That's how you can remember exactly. <laughs> so the question would be yes. if this new guy buys Twitter. Elon. Yeah, uh, yeah, Elon. Not his brother, Levon. Yeah. Elon. Yeah. And he's more to the left, uh, then there's no time soon he's going to reinstate Trump, is No, it? Trump's on the right. Like, yeah. Levon's on the left. Yeah. Yeah. And Elon's on the right, and Trump's on the right. Right. So if Levon buys it, right. but then Levon likes his money. Trump. Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he shall be a good man. Yeah. So but, maybe it uh, could change. Anybody can change. Of course. Anybody can change, Glenn. How well, dare you? Glenn changed. Yeah. I change every day. I, re- I evolve. Every seven years, your cells regenerate, every, and you oh. become a completely different person. Congratulations. Yeah, good for you. Don't you become a new person after seven years as well? Yep. Of course you do. Thank you. How about you, uh, Gonzo? Um, yeah, I'm experiencing change right now. Yes, yes. So I'm in the midst. Now, your brother, uh, your brother Bonzo, he's he's more of a right No, bon- guy, right? I don't speak to Bonzo anymore. Um, but Alonzo Gonzo is still doing good, and he's on the left. Oh, okay. So you uh, and Alonzo Gonzo are on the left. Alonzo Gonzo, yeah. Alonzo Gonzo. But Bonzo, he, he's a POS. I don't talk to him. That's why, you know, uh, Reagan, of course, the patron saint of right. uh, conservatism, uh, at least uh, he was before Trump uh, came along, you know, he had that movie, Bedtime for Bonzo, because they were, and that's how you can remember that Bonzo's on the right. You just think of Bedtime for Bonzo, which starred Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's how I remember it, too, and that's why we're not talking because of that movie. Uh-huh, I understand, yeah. yeah. And I don't like Ronald as much as Donald Reagan. Right, yeah, Donald Reagan, uh, of course, uh, Ronald Reagan's brother, kind of a lefty. But their son, Bregan Reagan, is pretty cool. Yeah, Bregan Reagan, I think, had the most interesting first name. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, uh, and, and surprisingly non-political. And how about his son? Ronald Reagan, the one that's always has his that's commercial. Bron- no, that's Braden. That's Braden. Braden Reagan. Yeah, yeah Braden Reagan. Yeah, he's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, you, you like Braden? Well, I don't hate him. I mean, I don't always agree with him, but I think he's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, Braden's kind of a cool. Better guy. than his half brother, Layden Reagan. Oh, Layden Reagan, I'll tell you that guy. Jeez, I don't even want to talk Not about cool. him. Not cool. He's on the line. Not cool. Yeah. Well, that and it's easy to remember because uh, Layden, you, you, Layden starts with an L. That's how you name your kids. You 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 need to do that to right. help people along. Yeah, but once you know uh, what their politics are kind of going to be, then you you can settle on a good name. Right. Have you done yeah. that, Gonzo? You got yeah, that's now. what I did. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that's why you named Andy Andy. Yeah. Well, I didn't name him Andy. He was already, I adopted him. So. Oh, he was in Andy already. That's right. Oh. oh, what fun is that? His real name is Tamba, and he doesn't like it. And I love it because it's not, it's an original name. There's not too many people well, your that have name that. is Reno, and you don't My name is it. Glenn. Your name is Reno. My name is Glenn. Your Bert. name is Reno. Glenn. Reno. My birth certificate says Glenn. Your name is Reno. It'd be cooler <laughs> if your name was Reno. Well, it may be. It is. I have a brother-in-law named Reno. What do you think the R is for? It's for Reno. RJ. But that's the middle name. I assumed it was Reno. It's, it is a middle name. Reno. Not the first name. Not Glenn. Glenn is the first name on my birth certificate. I, 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 see, I just assumed it was Reno Jacoby. No. On the right. 
Jacoby. Glenn, Re- Glenn Reno Jacoby. I'm actually left. not left or right. I'm in the middle. I'm left-handed, but I'm I am in the middle. You're kind of a left. When it comes he's to the politics. A lefty. Yeah, you're kind of a left-leaning guy, Glenn. I mean, you got the golden throat. I mean, what do you expect from someone whose uh, middle name is uh, Reno Jacoby? <laughs> you're funny. It's Reno. Yeah, well, R.J. Reno Jacoby. Stop saying your name isn't Reno. I was like, come on. well, that's my middle name. A lot of people use their middle names as a first then name, but the I don't. Letter? So he just admitted that the his first letter name. is G. People call me R.J. Those uh, are my middle initials. I thought it's because you're on the right. They, no, there used to be an R.J. In the, here in the system. Remember, he's he, passed away now. Our friend R.J. Here in the system, yes. Well, uh, <laughs> and he was a great guy. And and uh, and when he passed away, they nicknamed me R.J. It's my middle initials. I was oh. I wish to always been called Glenn. You're RJ R. Okay, I I'm it. Glenn R. J. Willett. That's exactly how it's written. Oh, okay. You're Glenn then. You're yes, Glenn. I am Glenn. Oh, hi, Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Nice to meet you, Glenn. With two ends. I mean, I'm not a follower. I'm a leader. I don't get it. If you your name is spelled according to the name dictionary, if your name Glenn is spelled with one n, it means you are a follower. Okay. If it's spelled with two n's, it means you are a leader. Then why do you only sing covers? Because ah. I don't have the ability to write right now, why? or write my own music. Why don't you? Oh, you're like a to me. Yeah, uh, eventually, I'm, 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 I'm still not that young, you know. Your name has two not ends. Old, but... You should be writing your own stuff. Yeah, I write my own speeches. Oh, that counts. <laughs> write my own complaints <laughs> at <Right>. City Hall. <laughs> oh, if you sang them, it'd be different. Oh, that would be an idea. I don't know if the mayor would like that. Mm, yes. We don't I remember, do that here. I, we don't I, do that here. No. <laughs> I, I remember uh, one of the mayors did not like what an older man used to sing once in a while. Remember? An older man, yes. Howie. Howie, yes. He was a great guy, but you weren't allowed to sing, although you were allowed to sing. It's three minutes. Right. Oh, but the let's, lamp let's, light. let's not step aside. We're not, we don't do That's local great. politics. No, but we love, we, we love, uh, he was a great man. He was. Howard McCarthy. It was fun to Good be. for him. Yeah, he was that a lot. guy was awesome. Yeah, he, he was. was. He was. He was very, very One cool. of a kind. We are out of time. Gonzo, thank you so much. Um, I'd like to say, Bonzo, if you're out there, just give me a call. Uh, I think that's nice. I want to fix it. You and you and Bonzo. And, and uh, Rob Diane, please call me. Too. You and Bonzo and Alonzo can all get together. And, of course. Uh, Have a family reunion. You maybe, you maybe you'll spend some time with uh, Glenn, Reno, Jacoby, uh, Willette. Over you're here funny. And, uh, Reno. Reno. Shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Glenn, Reno. Whatever. <laughs> just don't call you late for dinner. <laughs> I love it. Never. Aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Manchester. I love you. Bye, everybody. Au revoir. Uh, don't forget, uh, tonight at the Hop Knot, it is Thursday, which means it is trivia night. And uh, that's going to do it for us for now. Uh, if you miss any part of today's show, we'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org. And at my website, mattconnerton.com. And uh, I will... Uh, See talk, you in the morning. Talk to y'all. Well, I, Not we, your show. Glenn, Glenn, <laughs> Glenn, Glenn will see you in the morning. <laughs> All right. Talk to y'all a little bit later. Bye, everybody.
privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232.